0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. It is uh, December 11th. Hey, counting down, you got what? Two weeks, two weeks to Christmas, uh 14 days. It'll be here before we know it. Um, and then three weeks, we'll be into 2024. Hard to believe it. Hey, last week, or at least on Friday, we ended up with an update. We'll talk about that and more. Uh, when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds, before we do, though, let's not forget that. Uh, there are so many things in this world that you and I we, we just don't have any control over. However, you can control the amount of risk you have in your portfolio, but you need to know what that risk is, and you need to know what that risk should be based on your current circumstances. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. 5.7
1: Lady FM is Lyle Richie there. It's... here now, 19 before 9. Time to check in on your money and see what's going on up on Wall Street this morning. Ended up last week pretty doggone good on the equities market. See whether or not we can uh, keep it going this morning with the details and the inside information. It's Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services on the phone. Philip, good morning. Good to have you back this morning.
0: Hey, good morning. Doing well today. It is... um you know, I was I was mentioning the, to my Facebook folks this morning that uh, man, it's four, fourteen days, two weeks, and it's Christmas.
1: Oh boy, you have to remind me of that. I, I suppose I should start my Christmas shopping soon, shouldn't I?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there <laughs> with you, man. So, uh, but New Year's, New Year's is three weeks away. We'll be into twenty twenty four.
1: And that's where we start getting into what you do for a living, impacting as well, because there's a lot of investment decisions and sales and purchase decisions best made before the turnover of the calendar. So if you haven't had a chance to uh, sit down with a uh, financial advisor yet before the end of the year, uh, you're available for them, I assume.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Well, I will tell you, Dave, the next three days I'm sitting in virtual continuing education for – um, the taxes. So that's, uh, that's three days that I, uh, I'll be, I'll be here in the mornings, but, uh, but from there on, I'm, I'm joining a, a virtual continuing education class.
1: So Well, it just makes you smarter when they do sit down with you, right? That's right. Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, i got to brag a little bit. I called it on Friday morning when the uh, decrease in the unemployment rate came out. Uh, The major indexes dipped by a little bit, but I also noticed that the indication was that a lot of people were uh, selling off federal bonds, and I figured, well, they're just going to wait and see what happened. We ended up with an up day yesterday after a little bit of liquidity increase, and we uh, finished off another positive week on the major indexes. we got to feel kind of good about this. That's six up weeks in a row. On the major indexes,
0: we did, and, and I, I was kind of looking at that to see what uh, what it did actually look like last week, and and we had anywhere from you know the Dow up a quarter of a point to the Nasdaq 100 up a little over one and a half percent last week. So, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good week last week.
1: Yeah, i will take that happily. To quantify it, the Dow ended up on Friday up 130 points. S&P was up by about 19. NASDAQ was up 64 on Friday, which, like I said, capped six straight weeks of gains. It was kind of interesting. The unemployment rate decreased down to 3.7, and immediately all the indexes just turned downward for a little while. But what was interesting is I was watching the bonds, and they were indicating that people were selling federal bonds in a hurry as well, and I kind of guessed that had to do do with a little bit of quick liquidity as people watched to see where the buying opportunities were. And sure as Shinola, as soon as things opened up about 9.30, we kind of shot up for a little bit as a bunch of people changed their positions and bought a lot. So every, every once in a while, one of the talking heads gets it right, and I have my bragging rights for Friday. I guess I can be wrong now for a couple of weeks, right? <laughs> That's
0: right. There you go, Dave. Hey, it was nice to end up, in a, end up the week in, in green territory.
1: Absolutely. Now, speaking of not green territory, I read a piece over the weekend, a whole bunch of people that uh, we were, I was making fun of this before we went on the air. I, I mean, Bitcoin is risky enough. So let's start buying derivatives on Bitcoins. A bunch of people were buying Bitcoin options and they were taking long positions on them. Boy, what a turn over the weekend, right?
0: Yeah, we're seeing nothing but red ink across the uh, crypto market from Bitcoin to Ethereum to Bitcoin Cash. To, I mean, they're all negative anywhere from Bitcoin is down 4.2 right now. Ethereum's down almost five and a half. Bitcoin Cash, I don't know what the difference is, but it's down almost seven and a half percent this morning. So, yeah, it's a lot of red ink this morning.
1: Uh, yeah, and if you happen to be somebody that bought an option on the long side on Bitcoin, there's a whole bunch of calls being made this morning saying, I want your money and I want it now, right?
0: Exactly. Now, the guys that did the puts, they're, they're winning out okay.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's, I think the first words I said to you, so tell me, are you buying short on Bitcoin this morning? This is not a bad idea right now. The, the big market mover for the week is going to come on Wednesday because tomorrow morning the Federal Reserve starts meeting and uh, they're going to talk interest rates, make a decision to release it at 2 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon. This kind of surprises me. One of my tip sheets is saying that it's virtually a 100 percent chance now that we are not going to see an interest rate increase, and they're starting to bet that even January might be hold steady. I'm kind of seeing rose-colored glasses here. I'll buy December, but if we last to January with another hold steady month, that will actually surprise me.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, we're starting to see more and more folks think that uh, the, the Fed's done. I mean, I've read a couple of little brief articles that that believe that the Fed is done, that... That we'll actually start seeing some easing next year, and so which which really just flabbergasts me because I just can't imagine that that we would go up so fast and then level off and then and then start to drop. I think we got to land this baby first, and and I don't know that we've done that yet.
1: And that's kind of what goes through my mind. I mean, Paulson has been pretty adamant about the tight money conditions will continue. He hasn't he hasn't mentioned increases for his last couple of rubber chicken speeches, but he's definitely trying to tamp down any guesses on an interest re, an rate decrease. And kind of scares me when a like, measurable minority of uh, the economists that are trying to guess what they're going to do are actually talking about a first quarter interest rate decrease and that i gotta believe involves smoking something a little bit weird because i don't see that happening when inflation's still holding above three percent
0: well and I, and I think i mean I was, I was reading this little article um the fund manager david newhauser he um he he said somebody has it wrong right um, he says you look at the US recession risk, you look at oil, gold, and treasuries. And and they're they're not all saying the same thing. And so he, he basically saying, you know, somebody's wrong in those numbers, and I'm not sure who it is yet.
1: Absolutely. Probably the last chance to uh, give us a reading and increase either optimism or pessimism about the Fed won't come out until tomorrow morning, and then we're going to end up getting the CPI figure for the month. They already know it, I assume, but uh, we'll know it tomorrow morning about 8.30 with a consumer price index number. Other than that, we're into kind of that week of doldrums each month where there really isn't a lot of government data that comes out, is there?
0: Well, no, I mean, I think next week, you know, you said CPI, but on Wednesday we had the, the producer price index as well comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then interest rates, of course, we'll, we'll get that uh, Thursday, I mean, uh, Wednesday afternoon. And and then import prices, and I, I got to tell you, Thursday might be a little bit bigger. U.S. Um, retail sales number comes out.
1: Oh, yeah, and this time of the year, that is important. We'll get the first uh, the first week or so of the Christmas shopping season out of them then.
0: Yeah, so I think that one, that uh, Thursday might be a might be an interesting day.
1: I, it'll be interesting, because the reading that I'm getting anyway off of it was that, yes, we were up, but we weren't up in our dreams. All we did was we had a modest increase in the first week of Christmas shopping sales, and it was much better online than it was in brick and mortar, which might just uh, relate into one of the tidbit items that you came up with. Somebody actually wants to buy Macy's, I gather.
0: Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting that there's really? two two private equity firms um that uh want to come together and and buy Macy's um for five point eight billion dollars. That's twenty-one dollars a share. Um that's a pretty hefty number. That's that's got uh it's got Macy's up fifteen, sixteen percent this
1: morning. Wow. Maybe they've got something going on with Macy's that we didn't see, but the brick-and-mortar retail numbers that I'm seeing so far this shopping season don't exactly make brick-and-mortar retail a hot commodity to buy right now, does it?
0: Nah, it really hasn't. I will tell you, Nordstrom's and Kohl's are getting a nice boost along with that because of that offer.
1: It tends to indicate that there's some hope in the numbers that we might see on Thursday. I'll cross my fingers for that because... Well, I may be as much of an internet buyer as anybody. I want to see the brick and mortar ones survive. <laughs> Other company news to start the week out that you've noticed because I've been just absolutely my news ticker is just absolutely dead this morning.
0: Yeah, there's not much. I mean you're getting some upgrade Nike got upgraded. Um, by Citibank because of some uh, optimism that uh, they're going to be able to protect their earnings per share despite their, their choppy macroeconomic environment that they're in. Um, they were trading up 1.6, and they're still up 1.6% right now. So um, that's really the only one that I saw that uh, the Best Buy got a little bit of an upgrade Um from let's see who who upgraded them i I can't see who upgraded them but somebody upgraded them um and they're they're up two percent this morning
1: all righty well resetting the table for the morning it was generally an up day on friday for us it was an up week as a matter of fact six in a row how are we doing 45 minutes before we open do we uh keep a keep the green ink going
0: it's gonna take a little bit of doing dave we got uh red ink right now it's not a lot but but it is red we got the, the Dow Jones down less than a tenth of a percent. S&P 500 is down a tenth of a percent. And the NASDAQ 100 is, is down about 0.15 down. So it's uh, everything's definitely uh, pushing down this morning, even on the other side. Silver's down a third of a percent. Um, over the, the last couple of days, it's dropped below 24. It's down to $23.18 an ounce right now. Gold's down almost a half a percent as well, and it's it's trying to drop below 2000 It's at $2,006 right now an ounce. Crude oil's basically flat right now at $71.25 a barrel, Dave.
1: I kind of like the idea that we're establishing a lower range for crude oil anyway. Under 72 is, almost feels like bargain basement, given what we got used to for a while in there. Huh?
0: Yeah, and that's what that one guy was saying. That indicates that, uh, that a recession is still coming.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that also indicates that the Chinese market is not expected to grow very much. And I keep reading in my political, uh, my political newsletters that uh, the president over there, uh, that Z is. Maybe even in a modest amount of trouble with this Politburo over that. Asian Rim markets generally up this morning at 6 a.m. when they closed. Following off on the fact that we're doing all right as a major trading partner, they're generally happy. I'm seeing increases around the Asian Rim, uh, anywhere running from uh, 6 one hundredths of a percent up to eight tenths of a percent. Nothing monstrous, but pretty much everybody was green. Over on the European side of the fence, kind of a mixed bag. The overall index in Europe is only about a quarter of a percent. Up, but it's kind of a mixed bag. Runs from uh, thirteen um, hundredths uh, of a percent up over in Switzerland, down to twenty-one uh, hundredths of a percent down in the United Kingdom. They're all over creation this morning. Keeping track of what's going on, and especially with changes needing before the end of the year for some folks' tax benefits, that uh, takes a pair of eyes that can get me into the right guidance. How do I find you to get that guidance, Philip?
0: Dave, those are exact reasons we've created the Core Retirement Design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highland's News Talk 730,
1: 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning. Philip. thank you so much. You have a good day, all right? All right, you too. Thank you, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey,
0: folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope your week's off to a great start. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.